0: welcome to numb bills fan podcast i am your host david palermo if you don't already follow us on instagram twitter shoot us a message on facebook whatever you want to do subscribe to us on itunes and everywhere else podcasts can be found welcome back podcast number 118 don't forget, numbillsfan.com has everything you'll need from the podcast to some written articles from our friend Scott Campbell. He'll throw up an article. He's got one coming up, post-draft thoughts. He'll break it down for you. That way it's up there. You can read it all summer. And I like to have pieces like that where you can always call back to it if you want. Keep up with the perspective. He actually has a pre-draft portion, which... Through mixed connections, we didn't get it up in time. I'm getting pretty busy with the huddle on uh, at 34 rush during the draft, so didn't have the time to edit it and post it up. So his pre-draft thoughts will be coupled with his post-draft thoughts. Find Scott on Twitter and Instagram, Scott Campbell 13. Great kid. I sit with him at the games, and him and his father graduated from Saint John Fisher as a Russ Brandon sports athlete thing, whatever, Uh, dual sport athlete in uh, lacrosse and soccer. So he's got a good sports perspective. He knows what it's like to work hard and get good grades and do something with himself. So also, we are brought to you by com, and pretty stoked to be a part of the Sports Comedy Podcast Network or the Comedy Sports Podcast Network or just we're the podcast that reports and covers the bills for punchrucksports.com. We could say that. And if you don't listen to their podcast, Punch Sports at Punch Runks on Twitter, great podcast. You got guys, Jason Tebow, San Tripoli, Ari Shafir, three regular comedians at the LA Comedy Store. So imagine those guys talking about sports. They're cutting it raw. Great podcast. That's where I get a lot of my good UFC information too, because they're really up on it, and also my basketball talk, because I don't follow basketball as tightly as I wish I could. And um, honestly, I have a great time when I listen to podcasts. Sometimes we get different guests on as well, so if you don't know who they are, follow them on Twitter as well. And Sam Tripoli works hard; he's doing a lot of things. He's got a conspiracy theory podcast. He also does The Naughty Show. Also, Ari Shafir, you might have seen him on This Is Not Happening. It's a Comedy Central TV show, and you can actually find it on Comedy Central or on YouTube. And really, some of the best story, story, it's a storytelling show. And if you don't know what that is, honestly, just watch it. Guys like Steve Ronazizi from The League did one. Um, You got Joey Diaz doing a couple and a bunch of great comedians who do them. Really, honestly, as you could tell, super stoked to be a part of Drunk Um I'm a big fan and they all lead back to the Joe Rogan podcast, which helped inspire this podcast in a way, meaning I knew I know now what a podcast is and to talk into a microphone into my MacBook while not being too shy because it is what it is. I'm just being honest with you. So nothing to be scared of so here we go here is kevin elliott find don't forget to find him on twitter too at ke comedy all right and on the line we have kevin elliott from the punch Drunk sports comedy network what's up dude you know faking it here like i know what i'm <laughs> even saying um <laughs> thanks for coming on man so like what is your podcast what's it about and um you know, you're an L.A. Rams fan, but you have a podcast about the Dodgers.
1: Well, it's about all sports, really, but uh, My I, I homer home. No, it's cool. I homer home the Dodgers for sure and make sure that I at least bring them up once an episode. Um, but yeah, we're, it's the Barroom Heroes podcast. It's me and two other comedians, uh, best friends of mine, and we kind of bullshit for like the first half, talk sports, whatever the hell kind of is going on. With us, and then the last half we do like some crazy weird bracket that we break down. And uh, and I don't know, it's fun, dude. This coming week, we're doing best sports franchises, I think. Um, so yeah, I look forward to it, man. It's always a good time. So check it out if you can or want to, please.
0: Do you have like a follow? Like, uh, um, like what is your regular like release? Like, how many a week do you do? um like uh, sure we, we do look one
1: forward. yeah man good question i uh, sorry i left it out we do one and it comes out usually thursday night or friday morning uh except this week it'll be out probably saturday
0: sweet man well definitely be looking for that um so again pleasure to have you on here so um
1: yeah dude thank you for having me I'm yeah stoked.
0: No, no problem man. um the reason we brought kevin on is because um He's an L.A. Rams fan, and as Bills fans. Yeah, baby. Yeah, man. We're the worst. As Bills fans here, we're used to this team just sucking, and, like, you, you know, we almost had the team move on us, and if Trump would have bought the team or Bon Jovi, it was guaranteed to be gone, and I, I personally went to the game. I went to one game in the Toronto series, and people warned me that, hey, When you go to Toronto, that atmosphere is going to be stale, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, nah, it's just some negative bullshit newspaper writer. No, I get there. I'm surrounded by more uh, Washington team people, Redskins fans, you know, than I am Bills fans. And it's like, where the fuck am I right now? Like, is this really a Bills? This is a Bills game. This turf does not look like it's even approved by the NFL. But I guess money trumps everything. And I can't imagine being a fan in the city and having the team ripped away from me.
1: Yeah, dude, it's the worst. It was the worst. I didn't even know it could happen at the time. It's like you can't take a team from a city and move into another city. That team is from this city. And as a kid, it didn't make any sense to me, dude. So I was super pissed at the city of St. Louis when the Rams go there, like it's all their fault. They're just trying to get an NFL franchise, but I had nobody else to blame. So I blame St. Louis. I refuse to do shows there to this day. That's a lie, because it's a fun audience. But it was it, it was kind of kind of fucked up, dude. And it, I took it hard as a kid. Like my favorite team's gone, and I hate. I stopped liking the Rams too at that point. But now they're back, and everything's all good.
0: How was it watching the team do well after they move?
1: <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> like all of a sudden they become the greatest show on turf, they're the most fun team to watch. And it's like, that team could have been us, man. And then they win a Super Bowl. Yeah, it was. It sucked. Like, we had good old days with the original teams. Like, my favorite team was the Jim Everett, uh, Flipper Anderson, Henry Ellard combination. Like, dude, that was so fun to watch those guys. But watching the greatest show on turf, that would have been fun to see too.
0: Yeah, it just seemed, you know – that just made it into more of a passing league than ever. I think that's when that quote unquote passing league, which, frankly, on this end, man, I think that's more. I, I could be the. I could be out of my mind. I don't buy into this passing league bullshit because I will argue the other way around half the time that, like, with a good defense and a good run game, you can win games. See Peyton Manning's left arm throwing the ball. You know what I mean? Like, stop it, stop. It's it, it just. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. sometimes that, oh, it's just not the guy. Well, you asswipes don't give the person time to develop, and you gas the coaching staff. And, oh, by the way, if your team sucks, guess what? That one game to two games, if you're a Bills fan, it seems like two games a year gets decided <laughs> by a ref. Well, you got a new coach every two years, and we're looking like the Browns over here.
1: Well, I don't know about that, dude. At least you guys are decent. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but you preach continuity, but you don't continue.
1: Yeah. Do you know uh, one of my neighbors is Richie Incognito? Stop it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah, yeah. He lives in my neighborhood.
0: Oh, my God. Do you say hi to him?
1: (laughs) I said hi to him a couple times. He's real lethargic, dude. Like, he walks out of his house and, like, it looks like he just woke up every single time.
0: Dude, that guy, I don't know what his story is. And there's probably Bills fans. I don't even know, like, who listens to this because I feel like we've gotten some good traction. And, like, everybody's on top of, like, I don't know. You could just tell that people watch shit. So I don't want to say anything bad because I don't have anything bad to say about the man. I actually love his story. Um, I think incognito is like a story of what life is about. Like you can fuck up a lot and you know, he still is a commodity and that guy came in, Kevin, he came in to like these off season workouts and shit last year, just burning dudes like straight up or two years ago. Like when he came in, just, just he was faster than every offensive lineman. He came in in better shape than anybody. And the whole thing on him is he's just a quote-unquote dirty player, which is definitely true. But, like, I don't know about <laughs> you, man. When I was stuck inside watching ESPN and I put on NFL films, I watched a Bradshaw being thrown on his head. I kind of liked it. Yeah. And it's kind of led towards this, you know, I don't know how I got on this. Towards this, like, passing league whole thing. It's like everything is, like,
1: softer now. So For sure it is, man. For sure. But a lot of fans like it because they're putting up big yards and big points. And, you know, you're seeing some big hits, but then you get the flag called on them immediately. Uh, I don't know. I guess it feels a little more exciting. But I love a good ground game, dude. If you got a running back that can break it for 80 yards, that's great.
0: You can really do it. You know, and everybody says it's a passing league. Well, if Andrew Luck is so good, which he is, and he doesn't have an offensive line, what's the kid supposed to do? Do you know what I mean? If yeah. the, he can't say today everybody wants this guy. They want the Tom Brady. Well, if, if the defense is in uh, if the off I should say if the offense is in college, if they're at a point where they're throwing up signs and they have to look at the coach and how to read the defense, which you can learn how to read the defense playing Madden. Um, you know, That tells me that the quarterbacks are coming in even farther away from the NFL game. They're going farther away from the Peyton Manning, the Drew Brees, these Phillip River guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, those guys are—they know what the hell they're doing out the box. Exactly. And the the media, I almost feel like—and L.A., You guys didn't want to play your quarterback. What did you feel like when you draft this kid and they didn't want to play him right off the bat? Are you down to like ride with him for a while? Did you like that? They gave up another first round pick. We were talking during the draft about that actually.
1: Yeah, no, I don't, I don't uh, like Jared Goff at all. Uh, (laughs) I wouldn't have drafted him. I don't like the fact that look, if you need a quarterback and then it's like, we we want the number one pick because we're going to draft a quarterback just because you need one doesn't mean you need to draft the one that's, the best in the draft because he's not the best that's been in a draft in a while. If that makes sense. Um, so I know I'm pissed. I mean, I wish we had the other draft picks, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who we have a quarterback because the Rams have no offensive line whatsoever. None. And they didn't draft one. They released two in the off season. Like it makes zero sense to me. I don't know what they're doing. And Todd Gurley sucks.
0: Todd Gurley is the most, You know, I do this fantasy league, and uh, I have a partner. His name's Sean, and I love him. He's my dog. But, like, he is totally, like, the guy who's been playing fantasy for way longer than me and would laugh at your picks guy. So we decided to co-op on this bigger money league. And he would get stuck on like average draft position and oh you gotta see where this guy went and this guy went and he was hyping girl he's so up and down i'm like yo i don't fucking buy it like stop it like how do you not want to take somebody like a LaShawn mccoy who's proven it five yards of carry consistently like what are you doing here because we had a we had an argument on a side note Ray Rice or McCoy one time and he's like well I'm a Giants fan man I cannot have McCoy I'm like you you gotta be fucking kidding me and then McCoy gets the rushing title like Mm. we would have won a lot of money so him and I bicker hard about it and Todd Gurley I'm pretty sure was one of the top guys we were bickering. I'm like I'm not doing it I'm not even looking at him
1: yeah well what do you think went wrong though
0: it's it could be the offensive line though right
1: yeah, that's a huge part of it. But he's also a pussy, and the second somebody touches him, he just falls to the ground. If he would fight a little bit, I mean, I wouldn't care if he gained three yards of carry, mm-hmm. but if he fought for the three yards, he doesn't fight for it at all. Like, he's got Willie Parker syndrome. Willie Parker for the Steelers was fast, but if you touched him, he immediately went to the ground. Girlie's doing the same. She pissed me off.
0: I feel like football is becoming more and more like basketball. And, like, I picked up hockey a couple of years ago just randomly, 30 years old. John says he's getting skates and going to skate and shoots. I should come. So rented skates, and there I am. And now him and I are captains of a team on a good, decent level now, I'm playing two nights a week. And I played basketball for the first time the other day, Kevin, on Sunday. And it fucking sucked. And I love the first playing time basketball. Ever? No, in in a long time, no. and <laughs> I haven't played basketball in like three years. Um, and it was indoor on wood court, my favorite environment. Because we used to play, I used to play with these guys every Sunday for like a few years, and I could never get the jumper. But I was a kid shoveling the driveway at my friend's house to play. You know what I mean? To play yeah. basketball, that's what we did. Yo, these guys just stop playing. And call fouls all day. Like, I'm over <laughs> this. And it seems like that's what's going on with football. These guys just want to wave their hands up in the air. They don't want to be tough. It's like, they should just have a flag called, hey, you're a fucking asshole flag. That's it. <laughs> they should really just have like a yellow card, red card system. You're a dick. Get the fuck out of here because you fucking suck. We knew that Hit. Hey, you had three steps on when Put your crown, your helmet down. You're being a douchebag. Versus, you know when the guy didn't mean it. And when they take it... You see it on the Jumbotron, but for some reason, they cannot use that new data to correct themselves. And that's going to decide what we're doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're right, man. It's, it is frustrating. You know, after every play, there's somebody wanting and complaining, which is exactly the same as basketball, um, which is my favorite sport. But it is difficult to watch sometimes. People bitch about everything. I just wish, like, uh, like, dude, take it back to when you played as a kid. You didn't bitch about anything. You just played. You always Do had that a shit problem again. with the
0: cheap shot guy, and then you punched him. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> kind of what
1: happened. Yeah. You know, yeah, so. it is a weak league, man.
0: And the thing is, too, is, I mean, even basketball in the day. We were talking a little ball earlier uh, before we started, but it's like, you know, when Michael Jordan was getting knocked around by the Pistons. That dude just did what it took to thicken up, and just now, yeah, you're not ripping me down. I'm going through you. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're not yeah. beating me up, and I don't know, man. I, I think I think the league is going to be forced to. It, it's going the other way. It's as much as you want to talk franchise quarterback this and that. I mean, I, I think the run game with a proper offensive line a run game, and, and, and the Bills' offensive line gets a lot of shade thrown at it because, well, they're the 31st team or 32nd, like, really bad, maybe the worst in the league last season in passing. But at the same time, you're running for over five yards a carry. If you don't have to throw it that much, why why are you – it's not like you hear about the top passing teams. I'm going, you know, they're just not balanced. They don't have enough running yards. Well, yeah. are you winning the game? Like what are we doing here? Are we going by points or are we going by what's on the back of football cards?
1: Yeah, exactly, man. I don't care if you go for 0 yards if you win the game 3-nothing on a turnover and a field goal. Cool, dude. Keep winning that way.
0: So, here's what I got to ask you. Um what was it like to get Jeff Fisher?
1: Oh, man. What were your other options at the time? I don't even remember, to be honest with you. But I actually didn't hate Jeff Fisher initially because he actually did okay in Tennessee for a while. Right. So it's like, all right. I mean, the guy's a veteran. He knows how to coach a little bit. So maybe it's a good thing. Um, Obviously, he couldn't handle Los Angeles at all. And it chewed him up and spit his ass out. It's pretty much the way it went um were his pressers epic no the, i think he was scared he was I, he didn't know how to handle the media so he would say like he would say different things that would kind of pop a little bit but for the most part then he get scrutinized and be like oh shit this isn't anything like nashville this is fucking los angeles where you know you print one headline and it doesn't just go to the city it goes to the whole fucking world
0: yeah and you know what's? we were talking about? You asked me how the podcast started, and um, we are talking about it, and it's like those newspaper writers, they don't even know what the hell they're talking about half the time, and they write the headlines, so they might preface a question just to trick the guy, or he might just oh, answer yeah, it honestly, dude, and they put a spin on it, and then next thing you know, you get these guys that are, are national pundits, and what do they do? They just do a Google search, and they're getting the information off these, these guys who write for these big you know it's just all a horse bunch of shit if you get what i'm saying so it's like for him i have a lot of empathy for these guys because they're there to i understand you're getting millions of dollars to do a job but you're you're not it doesn't mean you should sacrifice respect and a lot of times people are just honest in the in the media and then they have to take they have to like set up all these, like, the, these, I guess, like, backpedal moments, and it's it's unfortunate they have to backpedal off of the truth and that people have to exaggerate what they said. So if you're not prepared for that and you don't have people around you to help you go through that and, and you're used to Nashville, I think maybe could that just slip under the radar that – do you think, like, the pressure just got to them? Like, is that really your overall point here?
1: Yeah, I do. I, th- I just think the – he just couldn't handle the city, man. It takes a certain kind of person to live in L.A. And, uh, yeah, it can it can get you quick, dude, if you're not ready for it. It's just a weird place. What
0: about coaching? Did you think that he had a solid foundation? Cause I never hated Jeff Fisher, but after a while I was like, yo, how's this guy keep getting another year? Like, what's his excuse? Vince Young ain't there, and we had Vince Young here on, on the Bills for a minute. And, uh, you know, he got caught. So what's that tell you?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, the coaching-wise, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of flaws. His play calling sucked. He just it, he wouldn't give up on something, too, where it's like, all right, Gurley can't run through the right side, so let's try the left. But he would never try the left. He'd just keep him going on the right side of the line. And it's like that dude's not getting any yards over there, and then next thing you know we're down 28 nothing because Fisher's stuck on this one fucking play that he keeps trying to do. Uh, not not a good play caller Not a motivating coach He lost the locker room really quickly and Then he lost the organization Everybody just flipped on him Can't fuck with Eric Dickerson, dude
0: Dude, Eric Dickerson is a boss And he pulled his fucking nuts out And laid him out Like, <laughs> bitch, fuck with me And, dude, that was crazy And and you know what, you want to know something? I love him for that I love that he said something for it and yeah so do
1: i man for uh, sure for sure
0: a lot of people are shit we're shitting on it, for it too, i'm sure and it's like come on just let's be real here and yeah. I, I, I and i'm just an outsider but i have some family in la so i, I pay attention um now when when the rams came back were, were you like floored or like or did you think it would do you think it's going to work in la like
1: yeah what? i think it will i think it will I think this time around, at least for a little while, um, I think it's weird the Chargers are there now, but whatever. We went from zero teams to having two again, which is kind of funny and weird. But, no, I think, I think the Rams will succeed there. they got to put a better product on the field. I mean, I'm thrilled that they're back because, you know, the whole time they were in St. Louis, my favorite team went from being the Rams to being any team that played the Cardinals because I hate them so much. But now I have a team to root for, and they're in the same division as the Cardinals, so it works for me, dude.
0: I'm so happy for you <laughs> because Thanks. I could not imagine – I mean, th- this town here, it's – I mean, I'm in Rochester, so I'm an hour east of Buffalo. But, I mean, I don't want to say put up there with Green Bay, but, you know, people look at Green Bay from a natural perspective. Of, oh, that's Green Bay. There's so much like, – like the Bills and the Sabres are what Buffalo has. And – yeah. You know, the, it's like in L.A., like, that would be my dream to live somewhere that way um, around there. I, it's my favorite place. I don't think I could ever afford it to do what I want to do. The traffic kills me. But, like, <laughs> I, I, lo- I, I like, love that place. And it's like, you know, I'm in Rochester, and in an hour, I cover, like, 60 miles to Buffalo. And in an hour and 20, I cover to Syracuse, <laughs> and I could do anything.
1: Yeah, and that's awesome.
0: In L.A., 19 miles down Beach Boulevard to get to Huntington Beach. Oh, it it's going to take me an hour. No, it takes me an hour. You know, <laughs> no, it dude, takes me an hour every damn time. An hour pretty time.
1: good time, dude. That's not bad. Yeah,
0: dude. And you know how many Mexican car washes I've sped by? Like, a lot. <laughs> I didn't know there were so yeah. many hand washers out there. It's like. Yeah, dude. Uh, no rust. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I swear to God,
0: I have a—I had a leaky gas tank in my my, Hon, in my Honda CRV. It leaks, and I have like a leaky gas tank in my Chevy Express van. And I just envy living out that way where you don't have those problems, like for real. But anyways, the bills are like the heart and soul of this town, man. And like in LA, yeah. there's a lot of awesome shit to do
1: yeah sports are interesting out there man it's uh because there is so much to do. it's such a big city um sports almost take a back seat a lot of times to whatever the hell else is going on. but it is a good sports town and it's a big market, obviously, but true fans are they're really good fans out there
0: How do you like your new coaching
1: staff? I don't love it <laughs> I mean it's a fucking kid um our coach is, what, 31 years old? Uh, but actually, you know what? I think it's, I like I it think it's rad, that, to
0: be honest with you.
1: I was just going to say, like, I think it's cool if it were on another team. I'd be like, dude, that's awesome. They got this super cool young guy. Like, I really hope he does well. And then it's on my team, and I'm like, fuck, man. Why couldn't we get somebody experienced that knows what they're doing? We're in shambles. But it's going to be interesting to see, man. It's Actually, it's going to be really exciting to see. Uh, what these guys you know can do and what he can do if coaching guys that are older than him
0: well you you have wade phillips out there yeah and and i'll be honest with you um you know i think wade phillips is an awesome coach uh i really don't think he should have ever been out of buffalo he's got a very good reputation He's not stupid. Yeah, he's a very humble sounding man. He's the first one to rip on himself, and I and I really think that uh, you know the guy Sean McVay. I I don't think you can do better than that. We got Sean McDermott over here with Leslie Frazier, and as a guy who's also liked to follow the Vikings. I love Leslie Frazier after Brad Childress, yeah. and um, you know he's got a good rapport. Wade Phillips, I mean, dude, he went to the he went to the Broncos in first year had that defense plan. You know, and for some reason, maybe if you dive into Wade Phillips a little bit, you'll you'll fall in love with him if you if you don't, if you aren't already. But like, he's just, he's the fucking real deal. He's a good dude. He gets results. Like my grandma's 89 years old and I could talk to her about anything. I could tell her dick jokes. Oh, stop. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'd be like, you know how to use Google yet and your iPad? And I got her an iPad and it's like crazy, you know, that she tries to keep up. But like, you know... You can have any kind of conversation with her and Waifell of scenes to transcend through every generation. Do you know what I mean? That's like, cool, dude. Yeah. Um, I will say Robert Woods. Yeah, dude, we got him from you guys. Thanks. Um, I don't know. What are your okay, so what are your thoughts on him? And I'll and I'll give you the real deal.
1: <laughs> I think uh he's not a number one receiver. I don't even think he's close to being a number one receiver. And that's what he has to be on this team. So we're not looking great, but I think he's good. I, th- I don't think he's a terrible player at all. Just not a number one.
0: Did you follow him at USC?
1: I hate USC. I'm a UCLA guy, so okay. I knew him and I hated him. Okay. So, yeah, I know his game.
0: I'll be honest with you, uh, at least on paper, the Bills drafted Zay Jones in the second round. And um, people think, some people think that at the amateur eye, that uh, actually not even amateur eye, that his ceiling is higher than what Robert Woods had. And Robert Woods got paid stupid money. And I will be honest with you, um, as a Bills fan, I'm a big fan of Robert Woods. And, and here's why. Um, you got Todd Gurley, okay? Um, if this coach can do anything with the run game, Robert Woods has had to block his entire career. And one thing about Robert Woods, there's a play, I believe, maybe on a Tyrod Taylor touchdown or something, or it might be a McCoy touchdown. Dude, pan, dude, like, fucking murders people. Like, no joke. Like, you would think it's, like, Tolbert out there, like, ramming somebody. Like, no joke, yeah, man. He, like, plays. Yeah. He lays the hammer. He's going to go balls to the wall for you. He's a great, I think he's a great route runner. And he's not a burner. He's not a go up and get it guy. But, dude, I'll be honest with you, man. This draft talk shit is boring. Oh, you know, he's a 50-50 guy. Guess what? these coaches don't have nuts they ain't just gonna let their quarterback throw the ball up and turn the ball over that thing is a hot potato and every game is gonna cost so do you think on 16 games that they're just gonna throw the ball up there no because then that quarterback's gonna get benched and then you're restarting they're not doing that so what i'm saying is is if you could picture if you could use robert woods like say running like you know however you want to run routes you know like picture picture like how Tom Brady gets yards after catch, you know what I'm saying, like that kind of stuff yeah. like comeback routes, fucking drags, like actually a comeback yeah. route you really won't, but you get you get my point it's like if you could get the ball to the guy he he's he's solid, he's very solid, he will block for you he's a he's a definitely a number two, and I don't think I'll disappoint you honestly. I was shocked when I looked at it. Every year, I'm shocked by how many receptions he has because I think he's underutilized. And when Sammy Watkins went out, which the word is, nobody knows if Watkins is soft. Nobody knows what the hell the deal is. Um, I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not the man. I can't gauge his pain, and it's unfair for me to say that. So I will say, though, Robert Woods, he really being targeted, and he really stepped to the plate. I mean, he had, like, nine receptions in the game, and I wasn't shocked. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he I think He, he put will, up good numbers. If you could get him the ball, he will flourish, and I'm sure he just wanted to be back at home.
1: Yeah, which is nice, and I think that's going to benefit us for sure, him coming back to L.A., and I'll root for him because he's in blue. Oh, shit, it's not even gold anymore. He's in blue and white. Stupid Rams. That's white? Yeah, they got rid of the gold or the yellow.
0: Were they white to begin with, like, when they started or something?
1: yeah okay, it's white and blue,
0: so I thought I remember that from like the the throwback stuff, yeah uh, well kevin dude, any questions for me or et cetera et cetera like um is there any players that you guys have gotten any, anybody from the staff over there I, I don't I'm trying to think like who from the pills might have went to you guys i I'm drawing a, a mega blank
1: no, and you know what I don't even know I don't I, don't know, I just know we've been getting rid of guys more than we've been bringing anybody in. So Did, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be a real interesting year to see how shitty we are. We may be worse than the 49ers this season.
0: Who do you think you're having to play quarterback?
1: Goff, man. Goff's playing. I mean, I guess he's been working his ass off, but he needs to work his ass off.
0: The weird thing is like he never played under center.
1: Yeah. So, the whole thing is weird, man. He's not that good.
0: I thought when they drafted Goff, all right, here's Jeff Fisher for another three years. Well, you know, I got to get the quarterback developed. Look, it's going to take time. It's like, oh my God, dude, stop. Stop. Well, Kevin, I wish you the best of luck, man.
1: Thanks, dude. You too. I appreciate you having me on, man. It was fun.
0: So reset us real quick. Where can we find you? What's your podcast called? What's it about? Because I am too dumb to remember.
1: (laughs) Um, I'm on Twitter at KE Comedy, and I do a podcast called Barroom Heroes, and we talk sports and comedy and break down a bracket, dude. It's fun every week. So check them out.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Kevin.
1: Yeah, dude. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. No problem. See ya.
0: Well, thank you for tuning into the podcast. It was awesome talking to Kevin, getting an idea of what's going on with the LA Rams. I mean, it's a whole West Coast, Left Coast thing, so I don't really hear much about him. But I think it's nice having a perspective from somebody who actually lost their team. And then you get your team back, and, well, you got this lame duck coach. Everything's a mess. And. Really? What way is the league going? Anyways, so fantasy football voice in there for you that you didn't need. So find us, numbillsfan.com. Also, don't forget com. Follow them on Twitter at PunchRunk. Great dudes. Three comedians at the LA Comedy Store, the regulars. And their podcast is rad about sports and Irish Shafir, Jason Tivo, and Sam Tripoli. So really proud to be um, be able to say that we're on the Punch Drunk Sports Podcast Network. So thank you so much, everybody. And uh, again, follow me on Twitter at NumBillsFan. Find me on the gram as well, NumBillsFan for the podcast and whatever else, you know. I just post Bill's shit. And if you want a shirt, $19 shipped. Please, numbillsfan.com has a link to our Etsy store. There will be some more stuff going up there from anything from cool memorabilia that I have kicking around to, uh, you know, hopefully some more more stuff. So keep your eyes peeled on that, numbillsfan.com. Get yourself a shirt, 19 bucks. It's shipped. I ship them usually within a week of the order. So, um, and sometimes I'll even ship a priority mail. So don't worry. It'll be there sooner than not. So I try to definitely be a pro about that and thank you everybody for all your time and tuning in don't forget check out cover1.net eric Turner's is a man great website great podcast subscribe to him and his podcast on itunes we have kevin i'm not going to try to pronounce his name his last name on all the time he pretty much broke down the draft for us he is great and we were on, uh, I was on episode number 19 post draft thoughts, say the roster. So find that one's from May 7th and, um, uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to us on iTunes everywhere. Podcasts can be found. Please, please, please. Can't stress that enough. See it.